you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hello, everyone. I am back for a solo show. And in this episode, as we move past summer and get into this last quarter of the year, I thought I'd come back to a topic I've written about, the idea of getting done what you want to get done. And I think this is a common question for ambitious people who often have a lot of ideas or projects they like to take on. And it can sometimes feel frustrating when you feel like you aren't making any progress because your plate is too full. Now, I myself have faced this challenge. I often get overly inspired (laughs) and end up putting a lot of things on my plate and need to get myself to cull down that list. But that happens also because one of my top Clifton strengths is achiever. I really love to complete tasks as well. And I really get pleasure out of getting things done. I don't know if you're one of those peoples that really gets that dopamine hit when you cross things off your list. But I'll share a little anecdote just that I find funny and hopefully you guys won't judge me about, but it relates to this idea of getting things done. So my husband and I often joke about how we are doers and we'll say, I have to go get shit done. And (laughs) this reframe ended up leading to a gift that my husband uh, got me. He bought me some post-it notes that were customized that at the top say, get shit done. And he surprised me with them because he had created this beautiful standing desk for me, one of the gifts of having a husband who's a woodworker and one of the needs during the pandemic to have a space to work. And he had built me this beautiful standing desk. And I think to complement the desk, he bought this gift for me and surprised me with these post-its notes, as I said, that say, get shit done. And when I opened them up, I just laughed so hard. It, It really cracked me up. And what also cracked me up about it is because it's such an inside joke for us. Of course, I understood what he meant by this. And it was just really funny. And I totally love them. But I thought, can you imagine if someone else gave their wife these post-it notes? Hey, go get shit done. To me, it was the equivalent of receiving like a vacuum cleaner for your birthday way back when. Um, What a gift. Go clean more in the house. Uh, But for me, it was just hilarious. Uh, And they have a cherished spot on my desk. So that just shares a little bit about myself. Like I'm definitely somebody that like wants to get done what I want to get done. And it is my ambitious side coming out. 
So I do just want to say, because this is the Sustainable Ambition Podcast, it does not mean I don't want to have a more sustainable life integrated with my work. It means I need to find my ways of sustaining myself and building resilience while still getting done what I want to get done. So how do we get into action on the things we really want to do? Again, it's often hard for those of us who are ambitious and have multiple goals and then related projects. And we want to get so much done, but the reality is we really can't do it all. So how then do we actually get done what we want to get done? You know, the first place to start is making sure you're clear on where you want to put your focus. You know, what's my intention right now? What are my goals? What am I trying to achieve and by when? And then also ask, where do I want to be putting my attention right now based on this? What is worthy of my attention, given what my intentions are? So first start with getting really clear on what your goals are and where you want to be focusing your attention and what even are those things that you want to get done. So start there. And then I'm going to give you 10 tips. If you haven't caught on to this, I like my lists and my my list of tips. Um, And I'm going to go into these tips on how to get done what you really want to get done. So, okay, so I'm saying get clear on what you want to get done, create that list. But what's important is to limit what you put on the list. So according to Charlie Gilkey, who's the author of Start Finishing, How to Go From Idea to Done, it's best if you focus on no more than five projects at a time and complete those before moving on to others. And so with that as a target, really challenge yourself to focus and narrow to your top five projects across your professional and personal life. Where do you really need to put your focus and attention across your life in the next four to 12 weeks, say? And so get clear on that. Where are you going to put your attention and your time and focus your project list? Then the next thing is to take things down a notch. So to limit the number of projects on your list, I'd also challenge you to cut action items completely from the list. So what is inconsequential that you can completely remove or consider what you can also simplify and perhaps get done quickly to free up time for major tasks. Perhaps even consider blocking out a day to crank through a bunch of small tasks to push and get them done and off your list for good. Then be willing to surrender. So this helps in like culling this list and perhaps getting down to those five core projects. Being willing to surrender. If you're finding it hard to get a project completed because you lack motivation or it's just not gelling, give yourself permission to surrender and put that project down for now. I think this is so important. Sometimes we really struggle with some things and we try to push them forward and it can really, we can waste a lot of time and energy trying to push it forward when it's just not coming together for some reason. And oftentimes it might suggest that the project's time just hasn't come yet. So be willing to put it aside and leave it to pick up another time when the moment for momentum for it really starts to build back up. Now, the fourth tip is to determine your priority order. Now, This might help in both culling down to that five core projects that you're going to work on, 
but it can also help in perhaps what remains on your list of those five projects. And so determining priority order, I think, is important because it can help you juggle the projects you have ambition to complete. And you might want to consider that there is likely a cadence to your work, that some foundational projects really need to happen and be completed before you take on what's next on the list. I've really found this for some of the things that I've been trying to take on where I have my end vision in mind and I want to get there really quickly. And I realize, wow, that is not something I'm going to accomplish right away. There are all these different steps that I need to take before I can get there. So I think it's really important to think through what really does need to come first, second, third on my list and be realistic about the appropriate timing for each of those as well. And again, this determining priority order can really help, I think, to help you both cool down that list and that initial list and then determine how you might work that list, that final project list that you have. So let's talk about tip number five, know your ambition. So this is something that I kind of constantly talk about with sustainable ambition or I bring up often, which is that oftentimes we don't ask ourselves what our ambition is around a particular project. And I think it's important to better understand what our ambitions are. And the other thing is that with finite time, not everything on our list needs to demand the same level of attention degree of rigor. So perhaps ask yourself around a project, how good does this have to be given its alignment to my goals and priorities? Or how good do I want to be? Do I really want to be leaning in here? And depending on your answers, challenge yourself to consider if the project can be done more efficiently given its importance. You know, you might find in doing that, that you realize that a project actually is going to demand more of your attention because it is something you want to be really good at. And then you might start to realize that you need to carve out more space and time for it to give it the attention that it deserves. So getting clear on your ambition around projects, I think is really important um, and encourage you to to do that. Know your ambition. All right, so then number six starts to get into the brass tacks, which is get organized. And it may seem dull, but the reality is if you want to get even creative projects done, you need to get organized. (laughs) You need to figure out a game plan. And it also really helps to chunk up projects into smaller bites so that you can take small actions, feel like you're making progress, get those wins um, so that you can move the projects forward. That's another way of making sure you get things done that you want to get done. Another way, so tip number seven, is to do a sprint. So one way to really make progress quickly is to run a focused project sprint. And in doing so, you'll time box your effort while also staying super focused. So imagine creating like a day on your calendar where you say, this is my sprint for this specific project and really dedicate time to it. And then also accept that we usually get 80% of our thinking work done on a project and 20% of the time. So if you were to accept that and work quickly in this sprint kind of fashion, yet really thoughtfully and focused, you can really make significant progress in a short amount of time. I'd really encourage you to try to test that out and do a sprint. 
Now, another way to get done what you want to get done is to also get help. (laughs) So ambitious people often won't get more done until they figure out how to delegate. I'm going to admit this has always been a challenge for me, but I have learned over time and I'm still practicing it. It's not easy, but I would encourage you and to challenge yourself to do it too. And getting help can really look different depending on your needs. It could be hiring a virtual assistant. It could be outsourcing and finding a contractor or a company to take over some work that isn't in your strength or zone of genius. I mean, so really consider, like, are there areas in my life where I can offload, delegate, or outsource? And you could look at this holistically, not just around the projects you're trying to get done, but your entire life. Like, how can you outsource some things or get help around certain tasks that are on your list to create the space for the work that you want to get done? Now, tip number nine is staying motivated. And it's because there are other factors that can get in the way of us getting done the work that we want to get done. You know, we can all get into slumps, but if we really want to get done those tasks, remind yourself why you took on the project to begin with. You know, what will be different and better because it will be done? How does it move you forward to get that work done? And what really drove your commitment to this project to begin with? What will it really do for you? So you may even want to consider at the beginning of a project to get really clear about this. Like, why am I really motivated to do this? Why am really, I really committed to do this? I'm taking a class right now where they they suggested this. They knew with this project that I'm working on through this class, they knew we might get frustrated at some point or lose motivation. And so at the beginning, they asked us, why are you doing this? Write down five reasons why you're doing this. And then at certain spots in this course, they're coming back and say, go back and reference those reasons why you're doing this. Remind yourself why you wanted to commit to doing this. So I encourage you to do the same. Stay motivated. Remind yourself why you took this on to begin with. And then a final tip, which has come up before on the podcast, number 10 is find community support. So it is often helpful to have those people within your community who really want to see you succeed. And this could be an internal team, or it could be people in your network who you've developed relationships with for collective encouragement, but look for that community support. It could be your partner who has your back, wants you to succeed, and is going to give you that encouragement to stay motivated and stay committed to what you're wanting to get done. And the other benefit of a community is also to commit yourself and ask them to hold you accountable. So, you can have that added benefit of both, yes, getting that support of having them on your side, but then perhaps also them reminding you of why you took this on to begin with as well and having them serve as an accountability partner to you. So when we're ambitious, it can be hard to focus and call the list of ongoing to-dos, but believe me, I know. And yet, if you really want to make progress, you need to focus and or find a way to make progress more efficiently on the projects that matter. And I do hope these tips can help you focus your list, free up your time for what matters most right now, make more progress in less time, and stay on course. So let me just summarize those really quickly for you. So the 10 tips are, one, limit what you put on the list. Two, take things down a notch. 
Three, be willing to surrender. Four is determine priority order. Five is know your ambition. Six is get organized. Seven is do a sprint. Eight is get help. Number nine is stay motivated. And then 10 is find community support. So then I thought I'd also close this episode with another list of sorts. I'm going to keep it shorter than I intended. Uh, you can see again that I like lists, but hopefully it's not too much for you. But I here goes. Um, I had a listener question asking me, well, how do you stay motivated? And I thought I'd just share a few additional thoughts on how I stay committed and excited about what I'm working on, both professionally and personally. And You'll hear in some of this, some of the themes uh, that I champion around sustainable ambition, but I'm going to compliment some of the things that I was going to talk about already, things that I just shared. There's some overlap here. So that's why I'm bringing this question into this episode. But a few things that I would just share in addition to what I've already talked about here in terms of how I stay motivated. So one is that I do like to have a broader strategic plan and long-term vision for what I'm wanting to achieve. I am a goal-oriented person. Uh, I've grown up in the corporate world. I have a business degree. I'm kind of trained and wired to make plans. I'm also a strategist, so it's, it's a little normal for me. But I also really think it's super helpful to have some long-term goals and visions for one's life and not they don't have to be overly grandiose. Uh, I when I've done this work for myself and really step back and think about what what would I really love to have done in my life, just a couple of things come come to mind for me. And so I hold those and I keep those in my long-term vision and I, I keep that goal orientation to help keep me motivated and help keep me on the road towards achieving what I want to achieve. So for me, my motivation comes from, hey, I'm motivated to ha to achieve this long-term vision. I layer onto that the purpose that I've defined for myself and for my life and for my work. And that coming back to that helps keep me motivated. The fact that I really love to work with people to help them to succeed, to work with people to feel seen and heard, to help them to reach their full potential, to help people lead more fulfilling work lives. Like all of that keeps me motivated to do the work that I like to do. And then I'm packaging these things together. For me, really having done the work around my values as well, both what I value overall in life, but what I value in my work is super helpful for me too, because it helps me stay aligned to the type of work that I like to do and what I value and what I enjoy. And it allows me to step more into my zone of genius, if you will, and uh, allows me to stay motivated because I'm working from that zone and I'm staying focused on the type of work I like to do or the type of impact that I like to have. And by doing that, I, I do stay motivated. And then a couple of other things in addition to, so that's kind of a little bit more macro, but then like um, a little bit more tactical, if you will. I do remind myself if I'm feeling like I'm stuck a little bit is 
to take the next step, just take the next step. What's one small step that I can take to keep myself moving forward? And that generally keeps me on, on that path towards achieving my goals and keeping me motivated is to, as I said earlier, break things down. But also it is, it just, instead of making it be a really big task that I need to go do, it's just, hey, just take the next step. Uh, it just, it, it takes the weight off and um, doesn't make it feel so overwhelming, as I said, and allows me to, I don't know, it just lightens things up a bit. So I think it allows me to stay motivated in that way as well. Now, another thing I, I have talked about and I think I champion overall is this idea of if I'm not feeling motivated, it's a clue to me that I also may need some space and or I really need to get rejuvenated and re-inspired. So I do prioritize what do I need to do to sustain myself. And if I'm feeling particularly low in motivation, I it's a clue for me. And I will look to some of those things that I like to do to... Um, get revived and sustained, you know, feel a little bit more sustained. So that's something I, a place where I would point you as well. And then another area that I lean on myself and I've encouraged many times is this idea of like, follow your curiosities. If you're not feeling motivated, it's just to pay attention to in the moment, what kind of piques your interest and what seems interesting to you. And I often find that can help me refine my motivation to explore what might be next for me, um, even if it's just a hobby or something I want to read about and learn about. Um, and that usually then, again, sparks my motivation and gets me going. And then the final thing I'll just say is, and I don't think we do this enough, is to recognize the small wins. I think that... I often need to be reminded of this, but this is something that I've been doing of late. I have a small wins list actually on, on my computer. It's in my notes and I will note along the way, like what are those small wins that I've had recently? And it's important to acknowledge those and to recognize that you are making progress. And by seeing that, it can really boost your motivation and keep you going. So I hope that, these both have been helpful. <laughs> the, the first list will both help you get done what you want to get done. And then if you are lacking motivation, and it goes back to that tip number nine in that first list, staying motivated, that by sharing a little bit more about my own, air, like the ways that I go about trying to keep my motivation up, um, that 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 will also help inspire you as well to stay motivated and again, get done what you want to get done. And with that, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have a listener question you'd like me to address or want to send on some feedback, please shoot me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. Or if you're willing to share, I always ask in my close of the podcast, I was reminded of this, <laughs> that I hope you take away at least one thing from listening today. And if you're willing, share your one takeaway from today's episode. And again, you can shoot me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. And then if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would rate, review, and share it with others. Thank you so much in advance. I would really appreciate it. 
and be well, everyone. Take care. And until next time, I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.